on this episode of the Quick Pop Podcast. <sighs> I'm not going to lie to you. It's basically us lamenting WWE's decisions for about an hour. You've been warned. Welcome, everyone, to the Quick Pop Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are gathered here today because we, we lost a friend this week. Um, WWE Creative has passed away. It has it has left us. It has moved on to the other realm, and well, we're here to discuss it. As with me, as always, is Ace. Ace, how did how how do you want to remember the dearly departed? Um, I just like to imagine that this past Monday didn't happen. Okay, that that's, yeah. that the week before they were smiling, and then we just didn't see them Monday. And then we were told of their loss. So Ace is still in denial, ladies and gentlemen. It's one oh, of the seven no, steps no, of no. grief. It's okay. It's okay. No, no, Ace, no. Ace, your 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 feelings are okay. This this is a safe place. No, no, no. We can Here's we can we can hash it out. I do not deny that that there is no denial. I just choose to believe it didn't happen because otherwise <laughs> I have to go. Ace just wants to believe. I just want to believe. I, I just want to believe. Hey, there's a draft coming up. Maybe they'll actually do something with him. Probably not. Maybe they will. Uh, anyway, so um, it was a whirlwind week of wrestling, guys. Uh, we'll get to the inevitable uh, dumpster fire that ended the week. I mean, heck, you know, if you want to have great momentum going into a pay-per-view and then set that flaming bag of poop ablaze. That's a way to do run a company, but uh, we'll get to it. So last week, uh, let's let's we, not start we, on a bad note. Let's let's talk about what we didn't get to talk about because of the new way the schedule now works. Yeah. Okay. So last week we we touched last week's roll. So let's just run up to we we dropped the podcast Wednesday morning. So let's go to Wednesday night. Wednesday night was episode one of the Wednesday Night Wars. Uh, Ace, I'll let you start. What did you think of the Wednesday Night Wars and how the two shows set up? So it's interesting because it, depending on who you talk to, you, the war is 100% here. Uh, honestly, I thought like both sides sh showed super promise. Uh, now, I'll, we'll get into it because I think there is something to have said for, uh, I think you kind of put it as like uh, too much all at once. Um, yeah. But if there's going to be a quote unquote war, uh, both sides showed up to fight. Um, there was not uh, one, yeah, okay. there was no weak showing from either side. Um long term that might be a little bit of a different story but both sides showed up to play yeah um as as you said like when we talked we've talked about this off air but um i'll i'll drop my controversial nugget of if i am to do a wrestling grade um here's the thing is to me nxt won but they 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 shot themselves in the foot to win um, because Adam Cole versus uh, Matt Riddle was the best wrestling match of the week. Um, the women's title match, Can uh, Candice LeRae versus Shayna Baszler, better than Nyla Rose and Leo Shirai. Um, then, you, you know, you had, uh, what, what was it, uh, Gargano and Thorne. It's a pretty good match. I mean, Gargano um, always puts on good. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're not going to mess with Gargano. Uh, and then you ended with the tag team main event. Um, NXT also had the return of Finn Balor to uh, NXT. Shocking moment. Um, and then ended the show with Ciampa basically be like, I'm back off injury. So you had two big returns, uh, multiple good matches. Now, so to me, on paper, that was the better show. Here's the problem. NXT had to to do a mini takeover for, you know, someone like me to say, oh, hey, you may have had the better show this week. 
And anyone that doesn't know either product that is watching that next week, when they flip over, it's not going to look like a mini takeover. We assume you're not going to have that many flashy matches. We assume because the one thing that there yes. is that uh, it does still kind of have going for it is that uh, it is still Triple H that's putting on this on everything. I say Triple H, you know, Paul Levesque, Hunter Hearst, Humbley, however you want to look at it. Um, the, C- the, the, the CFO, yeah. It's, uh, it's it's his genius and given what we saw over the weekend that rings more true than you realize oh yes that rings so much more true than once again everyone to be we're, continued we're, we'll get to it we'll get there um this whole this whole podcast is going to be a lot of alluding to something it's called a hook this, this uh, podcast is going to be us lighting a acme like long uh string to the to the uh dynamite and it's just going to be building to the explosion yes uh so anyway but uh but AEW. okay so um not to take anything away from them i think cody uh sammy great match i think uh hangman page and Pac had the match of the night uh leo shirai and uh, nyla rose good match um i thought the uh the, the main event was a whole ton of fun um they ended with Jack Swagger coming out, which actually was kind of okay. I'm not the biggest Jack Swagger fan. I understand some people are. Some people are pumped for it. You know, I'm not going to take away from anyone's fun. Um, it just it didn't move the needle for me. But I will say this: I think it was like three or four months ago, maybe longer than that. I heard rumors that like they were somewhat interested in him and they may be in talks and then those rumors just went away and so i was like okay things fell through maybe it was a fake rumor or whatever and then he shows up i was like oh yeah that's right they were in talks i completely forgot good on you aew you actually kept a secret so whether you feel that you don't care about jack swagger or you do that actually was something that's like oh didn't 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 see him popping out out of the crowd uh so well done on keeping something a secret well done on doing uh, a good surprise um whereas i gave nxt the edge as far as just a you know a uh match quality show yeah um, because th- like not not saying that in it, or that AEW put on bad matches by any oh, stretch a- of the matches oh no AEW had great matches it's just so did nxt and, <laughs> and nxt just had a lot more head. like I don't know. I guess the word I'd use almost is like barnstormer because just like yes, there were there was a lot more pro, high profile to it, and I mean that also kind of quote unquote plays against NXT or AEW just because the story that's there is not quite there yet because like you have being the elite and everything like that, but on your very first weekly show like that all you can really do is showcase. You can't really start. Yes. I mean, you could kind of maybe drop some seeds of story, but you're not going to get any like, ah, they're continuing rivalry. Like a lot of what you're going to see on a, on the beginning of a weekly like that is going the, to be the, a showcase slash a setup. That, uh, that I do think was the difference is because NXT was able to show you this big video package of showing you like the build up to like, kansas and uh baszler and stuff like that right uh i mean they didn't have much of that yeah exactly because well because they already had a show so like you said it is the difference between a build-up and a showcase but i will say this about the AEW uh to give them all the credit in the world one uh doing the interviews at the front of the stage like they used to do on nitro loved it yeah Um, yeah yeah doing the interviews at uh, all honestly like that's such a lost Um, lost thing uh in the modern era is you don't there's not a lot of people who are uh interviewing after matches like you have to really do something big yeah uh and so i really liked that uh i, I liked that nostalgia but i also really liked the fact that they told a story where you didn't know they were telling you a story until the very end cody fought uh gavar in the first match at the end they're about to shake hands jericho comes jumps cody Guevara's just like oh i'm not dealing with this and leaves and then at the end Guevara is one of the people that comes and joins jericho's stable so it was like oh Guevara was setting cody up from the very beginning because he's with this stable yeah. and it's just one of those things that you know um even the slyest of wrestling fans i don't think 
when Guevara left, when Cody jumped, uh, I mean, when uh, Jericho jumped Cody, immediately he was like, oh, Guevara's with Cody. No, you just thought Guevara's a bad guy that, that was like, well, I was going to shake his hand, but this other dude's beating him up. I don't want to get beat up. I'm out, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I thought that that was a cool little nuanced story that they were telling without like shoving it down without having a bunch of interviews in the back of like Guevara why did you just leave Cody there and like he like doesn't say anything and walks away or he's like oh I tried to help him but you know they didn't they didn't just slap you over the face with oh he's going to be with Jericho and then it happens they're like oh my lord this is shocking they just let it be and they let it play out very naturally and that's where I give the edge in the future to AEW AEW put on a from start to finish um wrestling show that like it had an overarching story it had good matches in it you know it, it had a bunch of different it, it, they uh they did little setups for uh future week episodes with lucha bros and um scu like they did they did set up for future episodes they did overarching story with that they did good matches they did everything a wrestling show needs to do so that's the reason i say like that week some people would say AW wins. Like I said, me just barely notched them out. I say NXT wins, but I, I go back to I think NXT shot themselves in the foot to win week one, and AEW is just going to keep on trucking. And here's the thing is in most people's eyes, they would say they didn't win week one because then the ratings came out, and AEW mopped the floor with NXT. And here's the thing, though. Yes, they did. And am I surprised that they did? Not at all. No. Because it is what it... I mean, it, it is what it is. Like, it's the first show that's not WWE on main screen television. Like, the hype was through the roof. If you had any inclination that it wouldn't be, you're the problem, as bad as that sounds. Like, there's a reason it was what it was. And... Not saying that it was bad at all, but it could have been bad and the hype still would have been there just because of what it was. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I know. I, I completely they agree. 100% earned what they got. Like, so don't let me take anything from that. But at the same time, also understand that, of course, they got blown out of the, the water. Like this, this event has been like hyped for forever ever plus as you said um they were the alternative yeah so yeah wwe put something up against the alternative but anyone that wanted to see what another wrestling uh show looks like on major um network television they weren't going to watch nxt no. they didn't care that yeah well it's wwe's good brand they don't care they're they were like i want to see what the re it's basically like okay if you're in star wars and like you've seen star destroyers forever and then you see a rebel ship fly by you're like oh what's the rebellion gonna do i know what the empire does you know yeah and so it's like you wanted to see what the alternative looked like like we we've said it for months like whenever we were talking about AEW and saying how good their shows were i was like we we said but i can't wait till it gets on tv and they actually have to have week-to-week -week, uh, programming to to build to a pay-per-view because then you will fully see what this product is. Mm -hmm. And I think most people felt that way. Most people felt like it's like, listen, I want to know what this is. It may be better than WWE. It may not be better than WWE. It may be great. It may just be okay. But I want to know what it is. Yeah. And I think they, I think they did a great job of showing you exactly what the product is without just, you know, giving you everything in week one and then being like, ugh, where do we go? I just, I think, I, I, would, I, think it was a, I think it was a great, as you said, I think it was a great showcase. Yeah, I would 100% agree that, like, they they did exactly what needed to be done uh, for, a, for a week one show. Uh, yes. They, like, the... The hype was always going to be there, but like now it's even further there because they proved that. Now I will say this: I, I literally just thought of this. The upcoming uh, week two and three and so on and such forth is what I said uh, when everyone was getting hyped about this. That's what I'm mostly going to be looking for. Is uh, you know they obviously are good at 
planning something in advance. Prove to me now that you can do this consistently. Well, you know, they've already released what seems like it'll be most of the card for uh, week two. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, for, for they've got the card for, you know, all the different uh, all the different like, locations. I mean, but they've recently added more matches. It looks good. Uh, like, I think they're doing uh, Jericho and Sammy Guevara versus Hangman Page and uh, Dustin Rhodes, mm -hmm. uh, since Hangman Page didn't come out to help them uh, last week. And then, uh, let's see what else. They're doing a Bucks and Private Party first round of the tag tournament. They're doing uh, Moxley versus Spears. Um, and there's one other match they've announced because it was the two tag teams, Moxley, Spears. I'm blanking on the fourth one. But anyway, but they have uh, already have like four to five matches announced oh, yeah. for next week. And it, it what I just said, that's a good card. That's going to be an interesting show. That's going to be a lot of fun matches. Yeah, just know that like when I say that, I just mean that more <laughs> from like a uh, – from the standpoint of like, you know, WWE does it, doesn't do it well, but like they've been doing it consistent. You know what I mean? Like week yeah. in, week out, they've been doing this. So – not that I'm not impressed, but I'm I'm going to be looking forward to seeing what uh what they do literally going forward. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, obviously it's like I want all wrestling to be great. Uh I want and I believe if AEW is just burning down houses and just like, you know, doing everything, that, that will make WWE try to do better. We because right now they're not doing better. And on that note, everybody, Friday night was the debut of Friday Night SmackDown. And you know what? It was really good. It had only one minor issue. It... Wait, wait, wait. Before you say that, is, is that one minor issue? Can I just guess? Can I just guess, right? Because if we are going – this is, this is last week, right? So yeah. the Raw that we raved about was good until the ending. Did SmackDown not have a good ending yeah, SmackDown kind of had a flat ending. What? It's almost as if WWE had an entire week of not being able to stick the landing. It was like, I don't know. So, the the ending of Raw, we talked about that extensively last week. Yes, uh, the makeout. The makeout, which was weird, but, you know, they 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 followed up on it. I'll say that. Um, SmackDown started, and I mean, it started with, uh, The Rock, so, I mean, you can't, you can't fault them. It's, they started with a bang, literally. Oh, no, no, with Rock and Becky just ragging on Corbin. It was great. It was great television, a fun way to start your show. Uh, you've got the New Day, uh, gyrating in the new intro, which is probably the highlight of the intro for me. <laughs> <laughs> it was so striking. It's, it's just because, like, 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 everyone else is, like, coming down and, like, Kofi's walking up looking angry and The Miz is doing, like, his little uh, spin salute. And, you and got, Roman Reigns is punching stuff. Yeah, you and got Undertaker. Big e just yeah, you got all these people doing their, like, their look tough pose, which is staged as yeah. all get out. But, I mean, I, yeah. I get it. It's their look tough pose. And <laughs> everyone's doing all this. And then you just got Xavier Woods and Big E just just up there gyrating and i'm just like mm, i will never forget that uh but uh i want them to stay on smackdown just so that doesn't get ever get cut from that opening oh yeah like and i mean given that they're heavily shown in the in the opening i mean it's a fairly good you know thought that they'll probably stay uh i can see this just because like if Fox is trying to put have like not only a big heel presence but also like a super face presence, they'll be the faces to be like. They they are top face. Oh, hands down. Um. And I mean they got and they got a few other solids. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if uh, big boy, um, big boy Taker ever shows up. They they heavily show him in the uh in the intro. But, you know he'll show up at some time. Yeah. But, uh, anywho. Inter one interesting thing before we get into the rest of the show is that Bray was in the intro. Bray was in the, yeah, The Fiend is in the intro. Although, 
at the same time, The Fiend is like, apparently there was a lot of quote unquote controversy. And I use that strongly quote unquote controversy uh, because some of the advertisements would like randomly flash The Fiend up. <laughs> uh, Non-wrestling viewers were very confused. Mm-hmm. And I was very amused. Oh, yes. Uh, You're amused at their confusion. Yeah, they're just like, who's this killer clown? I'm like, if only you knew. Uh, He's going to eat your face off. That's who he is. That That's the that's what was supposed to happen. Um, But let's see. Was I wasn't the only thing that's bad about uh about Smackdown. <sighs> It didn't have anything memorable match-wise. There were a lot of memorable I, moments. I would disagree. I really enjoyed Shane and Kevin Owens' ladder match. You know, how did I forget that? Oh, that's right, because it was like a pay-per-view caliber match on SmackDown. Yeah, it was good. It was fun. There was a bunch of sick bumps in that match. Uh, the uh, frog splash from Kevin Owens from the top rope outside the ring to Shane through a ladder looked like it really hurt. It probably really did. Um, uh, yeah, no, I really enjoyed that match. Uh, I, I make no qualms about it. I really like Kevin Owens, and I thought that that match was a great showcase for him, for anyone that may have been flipping over that haven't been keeping up with the product, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, I thought that that was a really cool way to... Uh, showcase him as like his ladder match and stuff like that and getting creative with weapons and stuff he does a good job at that oh yeah um and there wasn't there wasn't anything that just expressly was like oh yeah uh of course kevin's gonna win like the way it was kind of yeah. built up you were like oh yeah maybe still shame like i don't know i kind of fi figured this was his to win well uh, from a well let me put it this way i say that from a casual viewers standpoint oh got you yes 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 from a casual uh, viewer standpoint, like, nothing yeah, said. Anyone that's been keeping up with this product is like, dude, a draft is coming up. Yeah, Shane's out of here. Yeah, Shane's Fox not just moved out. to uh, 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 or SmackDown just moved to Fox. A draft's coming. They want to shake up this show and give it a new coat of paint and make it look different. Yeah, Shane's gone. Yeah, but uh, but for, yeah. For your... Besides that, like nothing else. It was the Rock and Becky opening that ladder match. And nothing else stood out. I think we had Kabuki at one point. One point what? The Kabuki Warriors were on at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, things, which things which, there. which there's there's follow-up to that, so that's why I bring it up. Yes. Uh, uh, the, the, the Fury Strowman thing started on SmackDown Friday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the boxer. Undefeated boxer uh, Fury was there, which... I'm sorry. I'm going to fast forward ahead a little bit. When he was on Raw, and I finally because I don't watch boxing, guys. I, 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 in all honesty, when I saw him in the crowd, I thought he was an MMA guy. And then they said a boxer, and I was like, oh, people still do that. That's cool. I thought it was Floyd Mayweather, and that's it. Pacquiao, maybe. Um, but anyway, and so, uh, so whenever I finally heard him talk, I was like, that is not what I was expecting him to sound like. And now that he's, like, against Braun Strowman, Braun Strowman's all, get these hands. I'm just expecting him to be like, oh, you want to fight the big fella? Why don't you get these shillelaghs? Oh, we're going to do fisticuffs at the Clown Jewel in Saudi Arabia. Oh, I'm going to win because my country's closer to Saudi Arabia than yours. I'd just like to like point out that happen. Quick Pop does not support this blatant racism. Uh... Oh, how does this blatant <laughs> racism? I'm just telling him to get these shillelaghs. If he beats me, he doesn't get my heavyweight title, but he wouldn't get my pot of gold, but he ain't gonna get it because I'm gonna hit him with both of the shillelaghs. Once again, we at Quick Pop uh, apologize for this extreme, extreme display. Uh, I mean, we we don't not condone it because it, it's funny as hell, but... Uh... Y you know. <laughs> oh, Lord. But, yeah, so I was not expecting that dude <laughs> to talk. Like, when he opened his mouth, <laughs> my wife was sitting next to me, like, just reading her book. And she all, she saw, like, kind of out of the corner of her eye, like, that bo the boxer guy walk in. So she's reading, and the second she, she starts talking, she just looks up and goes, 
holy crap, I thought Jack Gallagher was cutting a promo instead of him. And maybe, yeah, maybe just it secretly is. I, I secretly think Jack Gallagher got on the uh, the gas, and that that's just they're like, dude, let's make up a backstory about this great boxer and finally push Jack Gallagher. I mean, but anyway, so yeah, so he was there. But anyway, so the ending of SmackDown, yeah, let's uh, get into it. No, no, Um, no, you take it away since I think we're going to be going over another ending as well. So you'll just you'll be the ending guy. I'll be the ending guy. Okay, cool. Let's do this. Um, it was Kofi Kingston, reigning, defending heavyweight champion of the world, versus Brock Lesnar, and um, Kofi jumped, Brock caught him, F five, it's over. What the dump? Like um, five seconds, I think. Five, yeah, yeah, five whole seconds. And here's my thing: if this was two years ago, and we're still in the undefeated, uh, no one can touch. Oh my God, who's going to be able to stop the beast, Brock Lesnar storyline? Yeah, okay, I'd roll my eyes, but I'm like, I get it. You know, I see what story we're Brock trying strong to tell. For Roman. Yeah, I see what story we're trying to tell, but yeah. But here's the thing, guys. Brock Lesnar has now already had not one, but two matches with Seth Rollins that kind of went the distance. Seth Rollins ain't much bigger than Kofi. It's like, okay, one, one, let, let's just get to it. This is all because then Rey Mysterio comes out <clears throat> with Kane Velasquez from uh, MMA. Oh, you don't mean uh, it wasn't his son just with a shaved head? Uh, see, that's what I thought at first. And you know what? I would have been more pumped for that. I would love to see Brock Lesnar look like he just peed his pants over Dominic coming out than Kane Velasquez. Those were, those are um, my favorite memes of going like, I legit thought that, that was Dominic for a minute. <laughs> Dude, if that was Dominic and Dominic just started wailing on Brock, I'd be like, okay. Sold. I, I, so, so, sorry, Kofi, but I'm okay with this. Sorry, Kofi. Um, I'm sorry you had to go this way, but. So you had to go this way, but it, but this is totally worth it because it's ridiculous. But uh, no, it's uh, Kane Velasquez. He comes in, th- throws some hands at Brock, <clears throat> and, you know, we're off to the races. Brock's, you know, at some point going to defend the title versus him. Kofi was a sacrificial lamb because Fox wants MMA. I will give Vince, I will give Vince this because, oh, I'm about to rail on Vince later. I will give Vince this. I feel that this was a Fox decision. I feel like Fox wants an MMA presence. So Fox wants Lesnar's champion, and they want the Cain Velasquez-Lesnar rematch that you couldn't get in UFC. Oh, but you can get it in WWE. So I think that's what this is about, is they want that rematch. That being said, so, I, I hate that it had to be <clears throat> Kofi that, that like, was the problem here. Oh, well, no, that's what I was about to uh, get, get into is, okay, one, why couldn't they have had a match and Lesnar win? But two... Damn it, Vince. Why does it have to be a Sunday with every freaking topping on it? The Kane, the, the Kane uh, Brock rematch could have happened without a title. Hey, y- you want a short match? How about this? Kofi jumps, Brock Lesnar catches him, F5s, sitting there, like just looking at, at him laughing like he does. Rey Mysterio's music hits. He looks, he just uh, sees, sees Ray, starts talking crap. Then Kane comes in. Brock looks like he's seen a ghost. Like just freaking out, and then turns around. Kofi gets to his feet, hits uh, his kick. Brock stumbles, but you know he's not down, and he like drops to one knee. Then Kofi hits his kick again. One, two, three. Kofi's still champion. Yeah, and now you have Kane, and now you have Kofi as champion, and then Kane and Brock can still happen. Yeah, but I mean, there's now higher stakes though. And that's the thing is Vince wants all the toppings on the Sunday so that the match is the biggest thing that it could be because I'm assuming this is going to happen at Saudi so, so that the uh, crown prince can actually get like a WrestleMania card because the crown prince is probably crying. That's like, yes, I have the undertaker in this, but none of these cards are re- WrestleMania like and Vince like, fine. Um, ugh, but yeah. But the one, the one great thing, the one great thing about all of this is if Brock Kane happens at Saudi Arabia and uh, Strowman Fury happens at Saudi Arabia, it's amazing because I don't care about either of those matches and it gets to happen on a show that I will not watch. Which still baffles my, my, my brain. That I won't watch it? Yeah. Nah, I know. I'm not going to watch a Blood Money show. I'm good. 
Well, I guess my, the problem is what I brought up to you the other day was that like they already have your money. Like, yeah, see, you, you watching it, that, you watching it you, doesn't really change the. Uh, this is true. This is true. But here's the thing: is they do already have my money. Um, and I, but see, I do watch other things on the network. Like for a while, I watched NXT. I do love watching old pay per views, and I I will pay for all of that, but I will not watch that. You say they already have my money. What am I going to do? Like, uh, cancel my subscription for a month and then re, resubscribe and just every twice a year cancel it for a month. I mean, I guess I could do that uh, to give them the point that I'm not a fan of these things. But I mean, I use the network for other things, and so that that is that is the thing. Is like I am kind of not watching out of uh, semi protest, but. At the same time, I mean, there's it's 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 because of the network, and this is the reason uh, it's hard for fans to fully uh, show displeasure because it's like, oh, I don't like you like what this is, and I'm not going to watch it, but I'm still paying this month. And there's since there isn't an actual pay per view, you don't know that what I am saying is like uh, I'm not paying as much for that. I mean, they can w- look at the. Uh, they can look at people watching and stuff and tell that less people are watching, but if no one's de- uh, uh, no one's uh, canceling the network, then it doesn't matter. Yeah, I guess that's true, but like, I don't know. Like I said, it's one of those things where like, it's kind of like when you when you're like uh, when you're saying like, oh, I'm gonna boycott, you know, Walmart or whatever. It's like, eh, okay. Yeah, I mean, like I see your, I, I see what you're I, pointing. I, I, listen, I, I, I am not, I'm not full on boycotting. Um, that's not my style. Uh, whenever I, if I ever finally get tired of WWE as a whole, I would, I would cancel the network work. Just that show, personally, I cannot justify watching because I think it is. We had this conversation. I think if. The second Saudi show that fall when all that news popped out, if WWE just would have did the right thing, be like, listen, Prince, we know our contract is for 10 shows with you or whatever, right? Twice a year or five years or, or however much or whatever it is. If they were just like, listen, we have to nope out of this one. We will still give you 10 shows. Just cannot do this one. You know, I think I would have gained some respect for them because there is or if they even would have released a statement, and be like, listen, we know this is a situation and we know it's not the best situation but we signed a contract and we have to honor our contract either of those things i would have been fine with you know but they did they they just said oh let's just do the show and not say it's from saudi Ar- and just not say the words saudi arabia and just hope people forget where where we are and uh, it just like, felt like very sleazy tactics so i agree 100% with you uh they definitely couldn't cancel though because like you know that that's putting an entire country against your company you know even yeah and that's the reason i i said or the the releasing a statement because i did realize that there's probably more contract stuff than anyone realizes and there was a lot of well there's a lot of money at stake but i'm not saying it shouldn't matter but you know uh, that that's a that's a here nor there statement. Yeah, but anyway, but like they should release release some statement. It's a very tricky situation. Um, it to... was a very tricky situation. But I'm just not a fan of the Saudi shows. And Shawn Michaels is my favorite wrestler of all time. He had a comeback tag team match. I didn't even watch it. That's how much I'm just like I'm not going to watch the Saudi Saudi shows. If they couldn't get me with that, they're not going to get me to watch the Saudi shows. I suppose. I'll continue to fall on that sword. Unless Stone Cold comes back to face CM Punk at a Saudi show, they're not going to get me. Okay, but what if they do the the pumpkin thing? Ah, oh, you know they're not. But yes, if, if, if for some reason here next week, they're like, and instead of calling this Crown Jewel 2, two the, the second cr- crowning, um, they're like, oh, hey, it's now Crown Jewel Halloween Havoc, and we have an inflatable ghoul holding a giant pumpkin. I'll be like, okay. You know, <laughs> Saudi did some stuff. I'm sure they're sorry. I'm sure somewhere they are. 
because it would be the ghoul with the giant pumpkin. Every wrestling, listen, anyone else, and they're like, oh my God, sir, do you have no morals? But you find a wrestling fan, you're like, dude, it's the giant pumpkin and the ghoul. They'd be like, oh, I don't care who did it. It's like, dude, they could kill my brother. I'd, I'd just say, hey, say you're sorry and we cool. Yeah. Because it's the giant pumpkin and the ghoul and it's Halloween Havoc and it's the greatest themed wrestling pay-per-view of all flipping time. Don't at me. Don't don't fight me. You're going to lose. Halloween Havoc is the greatest themed wrestling pay-per-view ever. That being said, no one's disagreeing there was you. some Halloween type shenanigans this Sunday at Hell in a Cell. Okay, so this is about to be the the last third of the podcast. Uh, so everybody who's made it this far, um, congratulations. But now here's your terrible, terrible reward. Um, fair warning. This show started out really, really good. Mm-hmm. I, I will agree with that. First match, Becky, Sasha, great. Um, not the greatest Hell in a Cell match I've ever seen, but they did a lot of new stuff. And that's all I ask of Hell in a Cells moving forward is that you do some creative stuff. Because this match has been done so much now that, therefore, while it almost was just like a cage match with more room, you yep. know? And so after it started getting stale, you start slowly but surely seeing some wrestlers just bring in ingenuity and like creative ways to do weapons in this structure. And that's like to me you can have an okay cell match but if you did two or three spots where you did something i have yet to see in the cell i'm here for it yeah and becky and sasha did that and i think they had a good match too i think they had a really good i was surprised sasha did not win um oh yeah because a I... lot of us had sasha to win do what a lot of us had sasha to win oh yeah i think almost all of us did yeah um in in our uh pick them and stuff mm, uh the pick them but but yeah so uh, I really thought Sasha was going to win because I thought Sasha would get that belt uh, in this draft. Becky would be moved on to SmackDown. And uh, then you have heel Sasha with the belt. And then that uh, would make a new crop of women able to be like trying to uh, chase after Sasha and win that belt. And she would get to be the boss of Raw. But nope, the man keeps the belt. Uh which is fine. I'm fine with. I I I love Becky, so I'm I'm fine with her keeping the belt. She's a promotable. Just, uh, she's a promotable figure, so it's okay having her with the belt still. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. It's like even though okay, the Sasha winning makes sense, but here's the thing: Becky is still hot. Becky is right now. Well, yes, yeah, she is. The face. She's still the. <laughs> she's still the face of the company, right now, and I just think they're not ready to get off with becky like they, 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 this train is, is moving with you and wwe is like we are just you know keep on trucking until we think until this train just falls off the track like they want it to keep moving i in all honesty i wouldn't be surprised if becky keeps this belt till mania oh you think uh, just just follow me here and then ronda rousey comes back and wins the the only way that'll happen, yeah, I was gonna say the only way that happens is if Ronda comes uh, back at the Rumble. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is I wouldn't be surprised like, with Becky now hitting this. Now, don't get me wrong; we can move to Fox, and you know, boom, she loses it. But I'm just thinking right now, like, I, once again, once the draft happens, we'll have a clearer picture of who's on what show and what's all happening and stuff. But I see a situation where they just say screw it and just let Becky just keep winning. You want to really and push she the seems envelope? unstoppable. Do what? You want to really push the envelope? You know, you okay, had, Becky, push it. had Becky two belts. Figure out a way to make Becky be Becky two belts again, but with a different belt. You mean, uh, well, uh, like the women's tag title? No, a different, different belt. Like the 24-7 title? No, no, no. Give her the IC or give her the United States. Shake it, um, shake it up. Oh, I would be all for this. Because, you know, um, they've already set the precedent. Because remember, there was the match with Corbin and, uh, and, uh, what's Lacey name? Evans. Lacey Evans, where they had, like, the winner take all and everything. You do something like yeah. that. You do something like that, where, uh, you know, you're like, oh, well, obviously the title's going to go to the guy in the, the mixed tag. And then the guy's just like, no, it's Becky's. 
because she got the yeah. pin. Like, get, do that kind of match, make Becky do the pin, and then when they try to hand the title to him, just be like, now Becky won. It's winner take all. Yeah, I, I'd be down. Dude, I'd be down. And then you, uh, and then you got to figure out how you're going to run that story. Yeah, I am all for... See, here's the thing. Is I am fine with intergender, uh, intergender wrestling. Uh, I love watching it on the indies and stuff. However, I get that WWE is a worldwide company. One, you have places like Saudi that doesn't like the women's wrestling. So if you start to do that, you know, then your one of your main champions may not be able to and stuff. And then also the fact that a lot of people feel uncomfortable. Whether it's a woman like China that looks like she could like beat any guy in the room, or whether it's like a skinnier girl like Sasha Banks, um, they feel very uncomfortable with seeing a big two hundred something pound man hitting that girl. Whether that girl hit him first, whether that girl ends up winning the match or not, they feel uncomfortable with seeing a man, you know, just wailing on a girl. And so that's the reason I understand that WWE hasn't probably fully gone into intergender wrestling yet. And that's the reason they may never. Um, but I'm all for it. And I think it could be a lot of fun. And I think Becky Two Belts, with her being the women's champion and the Intercontinental champion, would be awesome. It'd be different. Just let her beat Nakamura. He's not. The only thing he's doing is letting Sammy talk for him. Yeah, I love <laughs> Nakamura, but like. Hmm, like he need he needs it something different. He does. He does. Um. So anyway, so let's go. Okay, once again, the high points of the pay per view, ladies and gentlemen. This pay per view, all the high points was at the beginning. Um. So next there was the tag match with Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns versus Harper and Rowan. Uh, fun match. I expected to like it. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did, especially once they changed it to a tornado match where they're. You know, it's basically nose qualifications and everyone's in. It just became this huge, fun brawl. And it was great. It was great. The uh, um, the tornado aspect of it really sold it. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. And uh, Daniel Bryant went to hug it out with Roman. Great. The buddy cop. The buddy cop, as, as you call it. The buddy cop uh, uh, program with Roman. And... But uh, I, I think the the... I don't know. The only thing I don't like about it uh, is where do they go? Throughout the rest of the pay-per-view, I'm not saying that, that everything was a bad match. Uh, Corbin and uh, Gable, that was one of the four matches that got thrown on the day of the show. Great match. Good match. Oh, yeah. The Corbin match was really um, good. The women's tag matches was just okay, but I was happy to see the Kabuki Warriors win the tag titles. Uh, I was happy to see Asuka debut the Green Mist. Yeah, um, uh, I really liked it. I'll, who did you? You said somebody else, though. You mentioned somebody else as like who she was imitating. Oh, uh, the great Muda or uh, Tajiri. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I said Tajiri, and then you said yeah, and else. I said the great Muda. Is yeah. the great Muda? To, for my knowledge, it's the first one to do it. <clears throat> I could be wrong. Someone else further back in uh, Japanese wrestling uh, could have done it, but the great Muda is the first one that I can remember doing Japan. Um, and yeah, like I've, I've always liked the mist. I always think it's like, it's a very fun way to cheat to win. Um, because you're technically not cheating because you're, you're spitting mist in their face, but like, it's not a foreign object, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, so, uh, I like that they debuted that. I like that they finally gave them the tag titles, like that they a long time ago. Uh, like they built them up with page, then page left and then they're like, we don't know what to do with these people. And they're like, eh, just finally give them the titles. Um, but it was an okay match. But it was, it, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was good. Let's see, what else do they have? I, I, I think all I can remember is the Rage and Fury of the ending. Um, <laughs> uh, there was, because hey, guess what? There's no WWE title match because Kofi lost that Friday. And Brock can't show up to a pay-per-view. Not, um, that, not that quickly, anyway. <clears throat> not that quickly no dude two matches in three days dude i think brock would have a heart attack um yeah so there was other matches ladies and gentlemen let's just get to oh well we'll say this uh charlotte beat bailey and became the 
10 time women's champion which in, surprised in, me in, do what i was legit surprised because of the fact that uh becky didn't win it or sorry that uh, sasha didn't win it i thought well they're not gonna have like both of the duo that they're trying to put yeah together it, that is it. weird that they were hyping them up as this like women duo that's like you know just taking out everyone and then Sasha doesn't win. Bailey just loses her belt, and then Bailey like is sitting there like crying about it and yeah, whining like, "Why does this happen to me?" It's like, is she about to do a Chris Jericho conspiracy victim thing? Which I'm I sure just, you'd be fine with. I, if, if done right, yes, I would be fine with it. Chris Jericho, Jericho conspiracy victim is one of the best Jericho characters, probably number one or two. <clears throat> it was top notch stuff. Jericho number um, Jericho number one. Yes. <laughs> Jericho number one. Jericho number one. Um. Anyway, but yeah. So like, uh. But that was a note that Charlotte is now a ten-time women's champion. It makes sense if you think about it because now that uh Becky kept the title, if Becky is going to stay on Raw, Bailey wasn't going to be the face of the SmackDown women's division moving forward, um, on Fox. So give it to Charlotte. Give it to established uh woman that looks like a superior athlete to most of the other women on the roster so that fox can market that yeah. um but anyway there was other matches people we're just going to get into it your main event seth rollins versus the fiend okay i would uh like to ask our listeners if you didn't listen to last week i implore you and encourage you go back and listen to last week's episode whereas you will know that this complaint is not coming from me crying like the fiend didn't win the title, which I think there is a certain section of wrestling fans that think that that's what this complaint is, is it's just Bray Wyatt fans crying that he didn't win the title. That ain't it. That's not it. Cause, cause last week we even said, like we said, we, we came up with ridiculous stuff that would be awesome. We said we wanted Finn Balor to likes to go out and Finn Balor to be like floating above the, the ring on bat wings and we wanted a cage door to be set on fire. We wanted it to like just rain blood. Basically, we wanted a heck. After Finn Balor showed up on NXT, when we were watching this pay per view, I was like, maybe it'll be the Undertaker. Maybe the Undertaker's lightning bolt will come and like strike the cage and set it on fire or something. We just wanted something spooky, ridiculous like the Fiend to come out to where it could be like Seth Rollins could not stop this guy. But here's the Undertaker, and the Undertaker tombstones him, and then Seth Rollins just crawls over for the pin. It's like, yeah, well, Seth Rollins, a normal guy, couldn't stop the Fiend, but the 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 dead man, you know, the 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 zombie king of the WWE, this living demonic force, he could, you know, and just make it. It, it would have made more sense with it being Demon Finn, but just something that is equally as spooky, scary. And with all this wrestling magic nonsense comes out and they stop the fiend for at least this moment. And then Seth just barely wins with the pin. I was not expecting Seth to drop this title. That being said, WWE made a decision. And it has been stated that this is 100% Vince's decision. Oh, yeah, they so, actually came out and said that that it was 100% yes. Vince's decision. So I, I am going to state right now. If you are the wrestling fan, that's like, uh, don't hear what everyone's saying Vince out of touch. He did this and this and this. Exhibit A is the ending of this match. Now You did this. Also, also. And you didn't expect it to have a backlash. Also, I do want to say one slight thing in his defense. And I mean very slight. Come on, hit me with it. The, the way the match played out was great like uh, the, the whole yes. like okay. you could be, it, the whole couldn't keep the the fiend down the fiend was just a vicious what, monster here's the thing is what they obviously were doing is they were going for a match that would keep both guys strong but keep the belt on set which yeah. to that i say one once again have a sp spooky spooky demon guy come in two have anyone come in three you didn't have to do this match if you weren't ready to put the belt on the fiend or have the fiend get pinned we did not have 
to do this match. This match technically came out in nowhere. This, he was feuding with Braun Strowman, and then you just decided you would give the Fina a uh, title shot after one match. You didn't have to give him this a title shot after one match. The Fiend tonight could have faced anyone else. Mm-hmm. Anyone else. And you know what? You probably would have had the Fiend win, and everyone would be happy as heck. And then you could have had Seth Rollins and like Braun Strowman inside Hell in a Cell. You could have had Seth Rollins go over clean, and everyone would have been happy. You know? Mm-hmm. You didn't have to do so, Okay, but so here we are. You decided to do it. So what do we do? We Bray Wyatt's crazy awesome entrance. You do the, you know, the in this corner of this guy, and then the lights go blood red, which is cool. It is a throwback. It is not new. It is a throwback to uh, a few years ago on Raw. Kane had uh, a cage match that they were bathed in red light. Yes. But still a good visual. Uh, at some point, at the beginning of the match, <clears throat> nothing's hurting the Fiend. He's hitting him with kendo sticks. The Fiend's just like looking at him, kind of Undertaker style. Uh, at one point, the giant mallet he had from the Firefly Hunt Funhouse was under the ring. Um, they didn't really do a lot with it, but it still was a thing that was there. That was just this wacky, crazy scariness. Um, and then, okay, so, so you finally you have Seth Rollins hit eleven finishers to keep him down. Then he brings in a chair and basically does a one-man concerto. Then he brings in a ladder and slams the ladder into the chair on his head. Then he puts the chair there and gets a sledgehammer, and now the referee is like, whoa, whoa, now. Okay, you curb-stomped a man 11 times. You curb-stomped, you curb-stomped him more in this match than they did in the movie American History X. You have slammed a cheer on this guy's head on another cheer. You then got a ladder that technically weighs more than a sledgehammer and slammed it on his head. But whoa, sir, the sledgehammer is too much. And then Seth Rollins hits it, and the referee makes a disqualification now, inside Hell in a Cell. Not, not, not defending him whatsoever, but technically it was ruled a no contest. Okay, technically it was ruled a no contest. However, I've gone back and watched it on the, on the WWE Network, only $9.99, ding, um, which you can cancel now. I mean subscribe now. Did I say that? Um which, here? when you Hold go on. back, he goes, Seth, no, Seth, no. Boom, he hits it. And then the yes, this, uh, the ref yells out, disqualify him. I can't let this go forward. Yeah. He yells out, disqualify him. That is not a match stoppage. That is a disqualification, which you cannot have a disqualification in a hell in a cell. Oh, meant to uh, settle scores. Hell in a Cell, known as the Devil's Playground. Hell in a Cell. My hell. Favorite, my favorite is the fact that all, the whole time, they kept saying, like, anything can happen in the cell. Anything can happen in the cell. And then as soon as something tries to happen in the cell, it, they're like, no, no, yeah. this can't happen. Well, the whole the time, they're, they're like, anything happens. To win this match, you have to go into a dark place. Uh, to win this match, you never come out of this match the same again. Oh, you're left with, like, stars and you're, 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 tra- you're trauma for life and stuff. You're trauma for life because somebody wouldn't let you finish the bag of match. Oh, my Lord. Like, just, just, why did we do this? Why do we do this? Oh, oh, and then a stretcher comes out for the Fiend. Never should have happened. But then he pops up. And he does the manable claw on Seth, and then Seth is like bleeding out of the mouth, and then the fiends at the entrance ramp, and we're going home. Oh, did we go home uh, to everyone being like, "Oh wow, that was creepy"? No, we went home to the crowd. Every time Seth hit one of his curb stomps, they booed because, oh yeah, you're trying to make both people look strong, but the whole crowd wanted the fiend. So now the guy that you want to be the face of this group is now hated by your audience. And see, you and, then and here's the thing. You then. Him doing what? the him doing the curb stomps didn't bother me as much because it Oh no, kept... it didn't bother me, but what I'm saying is that crowd was booing everything Seth was doing because they wanted the fiend to win. Oh, and yeah. once again, once again, that's an oversight on Vince's part. And I understand crowds gonna react to different people differently. But that's what, what I'm saying. It's an oversight on Vince's part where right now you just got over this uh the crowd felt like you pushed Roman Reigns too much to where they pushed back, right? And now you have the fiend that's white hot, and you're like, oh, put him against Seth. And it's like, dude, if you put him against Seth, all he's doing to Seth is Seth is about to be the next Roman Reigns. 
because he didn't know how to properly uh, gear Seth's title reign. Mm-hmm. It, Seth's title reign shouldn't have involved a in the middle of his title reign match against The Fiend. The Fiend either should have been the person to eventually take the title off Seth, or The Fiend never should have got a, a shot under Seth. If you want to keep Seth safe and you want to keep Seth liked, um, that's just a huge oversight. And uh, and then and uh, the another huge oversight is then like this match ends. It is nothing but booze. It is nothing but just uh, it, people start chanting AEW. Um, after they went off the air, there's videos of people chanting, we want a refund. When Seth got, finally was being helped up, people started throwing stuff at him and throwing stuff at the, at the uh, medics that was helping Seth up. Like, this crowd just completely turned on this show to the point that Monday Night on Raw... They knew they screwed up so bad. The Fiend nor Seth was on the show at all. Because not even just not knew. on the show. Just didn't mention it whatsoever. Oh, no, no. They, they showed a video package of what happened. Uh, okay. They immediately but, were like, yeah, that was crazy. Oh, hey, look. It's, uh, what's his yeah. name? Well, if you notice, also, when they did that video package, you couldn't hear the crowd in the arena. Yeah. Like, they made a point to, just in case the crowd booed, mute the crowd and show this video package um but yeah neither of them are on there why because they are going to wait until uh the draft happens and hope that you forget or hope that you are less angry so that when seth and the fiend either of them show up you're not just going to uh to quote mr rollins burn it down Mm -hmm. i mean this was just the biggest misstep in so long And I get the people, like I said, people want to argue it. I get you. Okay. Well, they did build, it did add layers to the fiend. Okay, cool. You could have still added layers to the fiend without that crap ending by putting him in another match. You could have put, you could have put him in like a, just a street fight with somebody. And, and you could have had that happen. And just at the end, the fiend, you know, takes all the abuse and still wins, you know, and he's just unstoppable for, you could have done this all another way, but no. You wanted The Fiend and Seth Rollins in a cell because you wanted The Fiend in the main event, but you didn't want to pull the trigger of giving him the title because you still want Seth Rollins to be your face. It's it's just one of those things to where it's like, you booked this. Which you no didn't one's going to book be a this. fan of anymore. So no one's going to be... you are going to... What? No one's going to be a fan of this anymore. Like, your whole thing is yeah. like, oh, we need to give Seth the title because people are behind Seth. No more. Yeah. Yeah, no more. I guarantee you, like... There will still be some people to cheer Seth, right? Um, because it's not – here's the thing, and this this is going to be the problem. That was not Seth's fault. Seth did not book that. Seth, you know, he did what he was told, you know? Same with The Fiend. The problem is this. Roman Reigns is not a bad wrestler. I will say it again. Roman Reigns is not a bad wrestler. Never actually was problem is Vince saw a big muscular guy liked him and once the shield broke up he said that's our guy we're riding with him and then a bunch of bad Daniel Bryant and other uh, people that people actually liked booking decisions happened to make Roman Reigns look better and to push him faster and since you were pushing away the whole time you're pushing Roman the guys that the crowd really liked Roman Reigns became the human embodiment of bad booking decisions and so Roman Reigns just got booed out of buildings left and right because they were do- they were booking very poorly to make him look good. And so everyone's just like, screw this guy, you know, this, that, and the other happened, and it's all because of him. Brock Lesnar went on this tier and, you know, would never lose the title because we had to make Brock Lesnar look like this undefeatable uh, person so Roman Reigns could defeat him, you know? And... So he became that. I have a feeling Seth Rollins is about to become the human embodiment of bad booking decisions moving forward if they don't play this right. Because if they don't straighten some something out with all this, and I don't mean like, oh, give a rematch and The Fiend immediately wins. I don't think that that necessarily is the answer, but they have to do something or else Seth Rollins is about to start getting booed out of buildings. Yeah. Because he's going to be the human embodiment for why WWE sucks right now. Yeah. 
Uh, it, like I said, it's a tricky situation uh, all around. Uh, I think the the thing that'll like definitely cement whether this is go, you know going to be allowed going forward is uh, how it plays out this uh, this Friday. Um, because you know it's going to be SmackDown for all intents and purposes. It looks like they're going to be on SmackDown, and so. I don't know. Uh, depends on. It depends on what happens on on SmackDown if they own up to it or if they come up with a plan. They're not gonna own up to it. Well, I don't mean like I don't expect them to be like, oh yeah, you know, they go on air going like, oh yeah, we screwed up, but like they need, they need something. You know what they need, and you know what the audience needs? What do they need? A-E-W! 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 Okay, look, Nell's not here. You don't have to fill in for him. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, so, so AEW's uh, ratings tomorrow night will be uh, d- double what they were last week because oh. of Helen's so oh, on right sure. now. They were at, uh, what, 1.4 last week? It'll be uh, 2.8. 2.8 million. On it right now. I uh, I I get to be sole uh, owner of the Pick'em Championship belt if I'm correct. Um, we've all agreed to this as of right now, and by all I mean me. So, I was about to you know, say enough. I was about to enough say. Oh, what? what? You what? were just like, oh yeah, we all agreed. I was like, uh. No, no, I mean, what? What? We all agreed. Well, I mean, I agreed to my statement, and that's all that matters to me. So, for all intents and purposes, everyone that matters agreed. All right, I'll see how that is. So, all in all, we're all in we're like a, to... we're all in a, in a, I don't want to say a foul mood, but just a, a man mood, uh, because of the fact that, like, I don't know. It was just, it was a, a hyped up week that has kind of fallen off rapidly. Rapidly. So, hey, I think we can all agree. WWE can start shows, but they just can't finish shows. Yeah. They, uh, they have a problem with finding an ending. They are, they are the Ryan Murphy of uh, wrestling right now. And if no one knows who that is... Look it up. He writes a show called American Horror Story that has never had a good ending. Fight me on it. I don't care. Never watched it, so I'm I'm fine. You you're can, well, you're you you're be you're better right. off for it. You can be right. I don't care. Uh, so yeah, sorry. We're uh, definitely not as hype or high powered as we are usually, but I mean that's definitely because of the fact that uh, you know, it's very sour, sour end slash beginning, I guess, to the week. Uh, we'll we'll hopefully see see more and see better uh, coming coming up. WWE, we know you listen to this podcast. Hire me. I can. I, no, I'll, I'll I'll write your endings. No, I'll do hire, it. Don't hire Jake because then Finn Balor will fly in on bat wings, and it's just yes, Finn Balor will fly in on bat wings, and it'll rain, and lightning will strike the cage, and it'll catch on fire, and half your front row will sue you, but it'll be amazing. Tune in this Friday to see uh, what SmackDown does. Definitely tune in this Wednesday to see AEW continues their streak. They probably will, but you know, you know what I mean there. Uh, what am I trying to say? Oh, there was something I was going to say. Uh, the Pick'em. Uh, once again, we tied. We tied, even even with trying once again to stack the odds to where we couldn't tie. We, we tied. tied. I mean, come on now. And no matter how much you stack the odds, greatness will always be at the top. And Ace will always be there right beside to try saying. to get a little bit of the shine of uh, the greatness at the sir, top. Sir, sir, you're the one that's been playing catch-up. Uh, you had one month. Dude, dude, great! Hey, hey, greatness! You don't get to call your too. you don't get to call yourself greatness and then be like, greatness. oh, and now you're just you know barely hanging in there. When I took greatness it from you, needs a vacation. Oh, oh, oh! 
I'm barely hanging in there. Seven month reign at the top of the mountain. You get to the top once. What happens? The next month I tie. The next month I tie um, again. Okay, if you you're gonna have hold a quick the phone, pick them without the phone. me hold at the, the phone. top holding. If, if the you're gonna, goal. if you're gonna immediately try and sully mine by saying now that we're tied during that quote seven month reign of yours, we were tied as well. Yeah, for two months. I had five solo. Five solo. Yeah. And then I in started. In the modern day quick pop era, you have not seen championship dominance like you've seen until I came on this podcast. Yep. And Greatness then you... shined and you were allowed to bask in its glory. Yeah. And then I took that greatness from you and you're trying so hard to get back, but you just can't quite crest the mountain, can you? Dude, I was born to climb mountains. Well, I'm still waiting at the top, seeing you struggle to get up there. So, you hurry up. Oh, there's now. no, there's no struggle. Struggle. I'm just taking a stroll, baby. Because when you know you, you're the champ. You'll always be the champ. Yeah. Well, you're not. So sit down and try and get to the oh, top. Oh, I think the record books show that I am. No, because I'm also the champ. So you're not the champ. You're a champ. Ladies and gentlemen, Ace is delusional, and your champ, the greatness, Jake, says, have a nice night. Nah, fam, a champ, because the other half of this championship, who has yet to truly lose his title, is here to say, see you at Survivor Series, because you won't watch the Saudi show, so we're not even going to count it. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Our our next show is going to be, I mean, I can, I, I guess if you stuff i can pick stuff but you'll but it'll just be like <laughs> that night you'll just text me and be like oh i guess you won i'll be like oh cool i won awesome that's what it means to be great is you just win and without trying or or you'll get so mad that you finally won but it was at the saudi show you just say i don't even want it no 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 i'll i'll i'll, I'll uh I'll, I'll take that belt, uh, take a few selfies with it send, send them to you, you and uh put them on the quick quick pop thing for everyone to see I would, it's okay. I'd love to see you follow through with all that. Oh, I'll do it. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. Uh-huh. You haven't done anything 100% yet, so we'll wait and see. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for stopping by and listening to the Quick Pop Podcast, the Somber Edition. Uh, we'll be back full force next week if WWE gets their act together and AEW puts on just such a show that we uh, ride that high for a good four or five days. Uh, make sure to follow us on social media, Twitter or on Twitter, you know, quick underscore pop. We have a Facebook page. Uh, we'd love to communicate with you with there. Normally we go live, but I just couldn't get my live to work today. Uh, so we'll be back. We'll be back next week with uh, the live podcast uh, recording. And uh, make sure to subscribe to our podcast. Tell your friends. Uh, There's a lot to listen to. uh, A lot of backlog that you could really enjoy. Uh, Until next time, uh, I am Ace. This is is Jake. He's he's a Jake. I (laughs) wanted to... What what you're looking for is this is Jake. He is what greatness is. Mm. And everyone, Mm -hmm. by the way, remember though, remember, in all honesty, say your prayers. Eat your vitamins, and please send out good wishes that WWE will remember how to finish a show. And brush your teeth. Yeah, yeah, come on, brush your teeth. Your breath, your, your breath ain't that great before you brush your teeth. So if you're gonna get in anyone's face, brush your teeth. And uh, pray for Lover Bell Day. Uh, she said that she was gonna step up and win the title, uh, and hasn't even come close. So there's that too. Anyway. Y'all have a great evening. Bye-bye. Later.